What is up, my beautiful people? Let me introduce myself. My name is Keisha. I'm a metaphysical B-girl baddie mindset coach for all women who are trying to evolve into the life that is meant for you. I will guide you into your abilities to tap into your divine power that will fuel your desires for personal growth. Welcome to the Baddie Activation Podcast. Hello, hello to all the beautiful baddies tuning in today. I hope everyone is having a peaceful day and enjoying this present moment. It's your girl, Keisha. Welcome back to Baddie Activation Podcast. If you have not done so, please follow or subscribe to the podcast. And if you know a baddie that can benefit from this podcast, please share and tag me on Instagram. I'm at Baddie Activation. And if you feel called to, please leave me a review. I would love to hear from you. And it really does help grow the podcast. Plus, I want to make sure that this is benefiting everyone. And if you have a suggestion on a topic or want me to go deeper into a topic that I previously spoke about, let me know. I would love to design an episode specifically around uh, a topic that you have have in your mind or you just want to explore more. Like I'm totally open to that. And if you're new here, welcome. So I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving. Um, I cannot believe we are at this part of the of the year where it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, and then now Christmas. Like Christmas is the next upcoming holiday. Um, I know technically a lot of people right now are digging out their Christmas decorations and starting to get ready for that celebration. Um, so it's a very good, it's a very nice time of year, especially for me. Um, I really like it with when it's with my um, my career, my my job, my my corporate job. Like for me, it always just makes that um, experience so much more lighter. Like people, I've noticed that around the holidays people tend to be in a lighter mood um, a little bit more joyous Um, so I really do enjoy uh, this time of year so again I hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving Um, and yeah let's let's jump into today's conversation we are at episode 45 and today we are going to talk about how to create more time which I know for a lot of people right away when they hear that concept they're like that's impossible but I do have some some thoughts to share with you um would love for this to be you know for I would love for you to be engaged in this topic um so definitely please hit me up let me know um what you thought of the episode um you know let's let's have a conversation so the podcast jam is um, by Little Brother, and the name of the song is Slow It Down. So the song is talking about taking it slow with a relationship. There's a, a few different um, verses within the song, and everyone has their own different per- you know, perception on, on that. But the concept that I'm really taking from the song is the title, right? Slow It Down. That's the piece that I'm capturing. Not only that, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Little Brother. Um, Little Brother is one of those groups that is a staple in my music library um you know we we own a few of the the vinyl records from little brother um but it's definitely a group that i've been listening to for a very long time i will say it's probably one of the most favorite concerts that we went to like i could still pictured in my head um so you know concert starts at whatever time we get there and it's just like like a few minutes before the you know the start time or whatever I'm not even kidding you when I say we walk into the venue and 
you know, it was pretty, it was pretty crowded. And for me, I'm always that person where I like to be either on the sideline or in the back or on the balcony. Like, I do not like to be within the crowd. I do not like to be like front and center. Like, that's just not my vibe. So we walk in and we find our our, our spot and boom, just like that within minutes, little, little Brother came on, they performed and it wasn't like a super long concert, but they of course performed their hits and like, I think it was over like in an hour or so and they're like, okay, bye, we're gone, thank you. And it was just like, it, it the night was just amazing. The music was great. Um, you know, the experience was definitely one um, that has an, you know, that, that, in, that had an in, impact on me and it definitely imprinted in my mind. So another reason why um, Little, Little Brother just uh, recently started resurfacing for me is because uh, my husband was telling me that um, they had produced a documentary that just dropped on YouTube, I believe, on Friday. So I haven't seen it yet. Um, I definitely plan on watching it but as my husband was watching it I was able to you know hear bits and pieces of it and then he was speaking about it so little brother was just kind of in my mind recently these past couple days and then of course as I'm putting together my thoughts for the podcast I you know created the topic you know went through some talking points and then of course at the end um I'm thinking well what what song am I going to use what's what's going to be the podcast jam and because of the fact little brother was already front and center slow it down came came to my mind I was like okay that's perfect so I love it when that shit happens, especially for like the podcast jam, because it depends. Like sometimes I'll, I'll hear a song, I'll hear a line and that will spark the podcast topic. And then other times I'll just have the topic in mind that I want to speak about and then search for a song that, you know, goes along with it. Um, so I, I love that creative piece as far as identifying a jam um, for the topic. So there you go. Slow it down by little brother. Check it out. So I've recently um, read a few books. The last couple of books that I've read have really been about managing time, right? Doing more with less. And it really got me thinking about how I can create more time for myself. I'm a person who admires more of a a minimalist life. I know for some that term may not seem um, attractive or may not make sense, may sound a little crazy, But what I'm vibing with lately is really removing the non-essentials from my life. Um, In other words, cutting out the bullshit. So the, um, so that can look, you know, that can look different for everyone. For me, it's, you know, cutting out maybe some home decor that I have that maybe I'm just hanging on to because of whatever reason. Um, Getting rid of clothes, like that's always a big thing for me because let me tell you, my closet is always jam-packed. And sometimes I'm like, I don't have anything to wear, but I have a million things in my closet. And it really comes down to, I just don't want to go through it. So really learning how to get rid of items that we're just not using. Um, And then also more recently for me, cutting out alcohol in my life. So one of my takeaways from the book, and the and there's two books um, that I read. One was just was called um, Time Magic, and then the the second one was The Power of Less. Both of the books are, are really great. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, I always will post on my story the the current book that I'm reading. 
Um, so I wanted just to talk about some takeaways that I got from the book. Um, and one of the takeaways was this idea of setting limits for ourselves. Now, I want to be crystal clear on how I speak about that concept because I still and will always believe that we are limitless humans, that we can have, you know, that we all have a limitless mindset and our potential is limitless. But even with that knowing, there are still places where we need to set some form of limits. So, for example, what about the people-pleasing persona? So someone who is always saying yes to everything and everyone and doing things, spending um, spending time on things that may not quite align with that person, that's really what I'm talking about when I say setting limits. So one thing that I've noticed after starting to set limits is that um, this practice really creates more time for me to focus on what I really want to focus on. So that's the piece that I really want to illustrate that we do have the power to create more time for ourselves. So I hear a lot of thoughts about creating more time. Um, A lot of my, you know, when I fall down my YouTube video rabbit hole, I'll sometimes come across videos that talk about this concept of time. And there are different views on that. Don't get me wrong. Um, You know, we all have our own personal view, um, opinions on that concept. But one person can say that it's impossible to create more time. And another person can totally believe it and create more time. So I'm curious on, again, what are your thoughts? Let me know. Hit me up. But lately for me, I'm all about creating more time. Like that's the piece that I'm vibing with. It does take some planning shifting your mindset and making some changes in your life to do so. I feel like that's the one drawback for some people uh, making some sort of lifestyle change, right? And I get it. Change is scary. Hell, I still experience some resistance toward change, but then I work it out and I keep it pushing. Let's face reality here. We are all in this technology age where we do where we can do so much but we are also faced with so many distractions. How many of us will be on our phone, watching a video or reading an article, and then a notification pops up with a text message or a new video just dropped or something? So let me ask you what, what usually happens when that, hap- when that pop-up, that notification happens. I'll tell you because this is what, it, what, it's what happens to me. We stop what we're doing and we give our attention to that notification that more than likely could have waited until we were done doing what we were doing. And then we lose our focus, right? We get off balance. So let's start setting limits on how much we consume and do, which in return will provide happiness and more fulfillment in our lives. We all live off of this consumption diet and what I mean is consumption of information that is coming at us from all different directions. Listen, information is good, but we have to learn how to use it for our benefit. So I was just talking about this with a friend, um, how for me, all of the consistent stimulus that I'm choosing to consume, and some of it is wasting my time. Like, I will be honest with that. I feel like I'm always plugged in to some type of information. So that may be a podcast, a YouTube video, or social media. And I'm trying to justify some of the stimulus consumption as educational, which a, a big portion is. And, but I'm, 
there's also a piece of it that's not educational, right? And I have to ask myself, right? If I'm constantly consuming all this information, how am I digesting it, right? So I started to dig into this and this is how the concept of creating time started to show up in my life. So lately, I'm working on a few different habit changes, such as spending this time um, with you-know-who, my phone, and I get it. That relationship is a hard one to walk away from, but I promise you, you will not lose anything. In fact, you will gain time, productivity, and happiness. So a few weeks ago, I came home from work, and this was a day that I was in the office, meaning in addition to my eight-hour workday, there's also my time that I have to factor in of my, my commute time, which is probably about hour and a half or maybe even two hours of just commuting back and forth. So as I was on the train coming home, I started to have a conversation with myself. And no, I was not talking out loud. I knew that usually my evenings would look something like this. I would get home, get into my jammies, lay on the couch, and scroll on the phone without getting a benefit. So I told myself, when you get home, you are going to have energy to put in some work on this project that I was working on. So when I got home, I knew that I needed to take some form of action Now, this is going to sound wild to some, but I did about 20 minutes of cardio. So let me pause right now and give a big shout out to my homie Sheena. So a few weeks ago, I was eating dinner with her and she had shared that she just bought this desk treadmill and I was pretty intrigued about it. So I started to look it up and it's not like your traditional big bulky treadmills. It's it's very convenient, um, you know, it doesn't take up a lot of space. So I was super interested in it and I decided to buy one. So I hopped on the treadmill and, you know, got some steps in, burned some calories, got my heart pumping, my blood was flowing. And while I was on there, I did decide to watch a YouTube video, but it was a video that was related to my project that I was working on there. See, I was justifying it, but specifically the design piece that I, that I was working on for the project. So I was super pumped, right? I was exercising, learning something new that I was able to immediately put into use. So after I was done on the treadmill, I felt energized and I was able to utilize what I just learned. So I popped open my laptop and I was able to put in about an hour of productive work towards my project. Just one hour moved my project very far along. So now this experience is my new baseline of what I should be doing in the evening. Now, I'm not saying that I will be doing this every night now. I'm not trying to burn out. But what I'm illustrating is that normally I would have just wasted time doing nothing, right? Scrolling on the phone for no benefit. Instead, I made a conscious decision to work towards my already set goal that was in motion, which was my project. So I would challenge you to identify your essentials or priorities and eliminate the rest. By choosing our priorities, we must organically set up some limits. I use the word organically because I know that some limits we have to set up may have to do with limiting our time with hanging out with our friends or family or watching TV. Now let's not get it twisted. I believe that spending time with family and friends is extremely important. This just means that you may have to exercise your right to say no to some events. So let me highlight some benefits from setting limits. It simplifies things. Life becomes more manageable and less stressful. It makes you focus more. 
you're able to focus your energy on smaller number of things. It focuses you on what's important. You will have more time for the important things in your life. It helps you achieve whatever you're trying to achieve. By focusing on just a few things, we are able to complete. Um, that actually does a lot of um, it does a lot of like mindset work for us. Meaning, if I set a goal to achieve X, right, and I achieve that, that starts to rewire my mind on like, hey. I, I wanted to do a goal, I took some action and I achieved it, like I can do that. So it helps set you up for success for your next goal that you're wanting to accomplish, right? It shows, um, it shows us that our time is important to us and that's really important because sometimes we, we know that our time is valuable, but sometimes we don't give it the actual credit, the actual worth that it's really worth to us, right? And I also like to look at that as a form of self-love. It makes you more effective. You start focusing on things that have a lasting impact. So now the big question is how do we, how do you find out what is essential? So I want you to grab a pen and paper because I'm going to share with you some discovery questions that I highly, highly recommend that you ask yourself, okay? So question one, what are your values? Know and list the things that are important to you. List the qualities that you want to have and the principles that you want to live by in your life. Question two, what are your goals? Ask yourself what you want to achieve in life. And listen, goals can be small and they can be huge. Question three, what do you love? Think about, think of the things that you love doing and the people you like doing them with. Question four, what is important to you? Make a list of the most important things in your life. Question five, what has the biggest impact? Think about the project that will have the greatest impact on your life. Question six, what has the most long-term impact, right? There's short-term and long-term Im- impacts that you can play around with. And question seven, which items do you actually need And which ones are just things you want? So this goes back to like our needs versus wants. If you can identify needs, you can eliminate most of the wants, which are non-essentials. So it's so funny because needs versus wants just came up for me um, this weekend. So we were out grocery shopping. So this weekend was my my husband's birthday. And we were out grocery shopping and, um, you know, we were, he likes to go look at the, the, the games, right? So we were in the game section and I was like, oh, you know, what, what's looking good right now? And so he points out, a, I don't know, it was like a Mario Brother game or something. And I was like, well, do you want it? Like I was going to get it for him for his birthday, right? I was like, well, do you want it? And he's like, well, um, I still have other games that I can work, you know, work on and I haven't finished, right? So it kind of then goes back to like needs and wants, right? And I almost started to judge him and I don't mean that in a bad way like in my mind I'm like it's your birthday like grab it like I'll get it for you it's fine but then I started to think like I do that same I I do that same thing with with myself like so when I'm out and about or whatever I'm shopping online right and I see something and I'm like well I want that but then I'll ask myself but do I need it and as soon as I ask myself do I need it 99% of the time, it's a no. Because I already have, you know, other items that are, you know, similar to whatever I'm looking at. So needs versus wants, it's, it's important to understand that. So let me share a few principles that I learned um, from the book, The Power of Less. 
Principle one is don't just know your priorities, live them. I love that concept, right? Don't just know your priorities, live your priorities. If your priority is health, then you should be living a life that is having a benefit on your health, right? So after you've gone through the questions that we just went through and provided your true answers, right? Don't bullshit yourself. You've now created a blueprint. Now it's time to start living your priorities. Think about this concept of living your priorities. So when we dive into that statement, what it's really saying is that you are limiting yourself to your priorities and cutting out all of the noise and what I would call the waste, the wasting of your time. So for example, let's say that, again, kind of going back to the health piece, you know, working out is a priority for you. So if that's the case, then you want to be spending your free time glued to the couch, binging a show, right? Your priority is working out. So staying on this example, working out is the priority. So what does living your priority mean in this example? It would look like this. You would create a schedule of the time you, you want to work out and what type of workouts and you would be doing them and following through. That's living your priority and being consistent with that. A lot of times we have this list of what we think our priorities are, but are they really our priorities? That's why it's super important for you to give yourself some time to really think through what your prior priorities are and what what is that really going to look like for you. And remember, it's going to be different. You know, your priorities are going to be different than mine. Mine priorities are going to be different than yours and so on and so on. Okay. Principle number two focus. Focus is the most important tool to becoming more efficient. We start by focusing on a goal. If you maintain your focus on a goal, your chances of achieving that goal would be super, super high. So focus on the now. Focusing on the present will help you reduce stress and enjoy life to the fullest. Focus on the task at hand. Get caught up in what you are doing. Find your flow in your task. Focus on the positive. Replace negative thoughts with positive ones and you will achieve your goal. Do not, and that's a big do not in bold statements, engage in multitasking. It is ineffective and will waste your time. Do single tasking instead by identifying your most important goal. When you are working on your task, turn off all of your distractions. Try to focus on the task at hand without worrying about other things. When we hear those type, this type of advice, right? Um, you know, basically put your phone on, do not disturb. Focus on one task to get this done. What that is really saying is just focusing like an hour or two maybe, if that, towards one thing. I think when we kind of hear some of those um, suggestions, we think of like, oh my gosh, I have to like throw away my phone. I have to not look at my phone for the entire day. I have to spend 24 hours on this one thing. No, it's not that complicated. Like I was saying earlier, I was able to dedicate one hour of pure focus time towards a project that moved the needle so far ahead, right? Focusing is, it's a muscle that we have to work on. And if I'm being honest, a lot of people, including myself, struggle in this area. I notice it 
a lot for me. If I'm trying to do one thing and all of a sudden, if I, if I let my mind start to wander, like I'll start to think about all this other shit that I need to do. So what I was just saying is like learning how to focus on the now, not on the past, or not on the future. That will kind of help eliminate those running thoughts. And it's a practice. Like again, I don't think this is something that you can just start immediately if if you're not used to focusing on a single task. It's just, it's just, it takes practice, right? So principle number 3 is create new habits. To make lasting change that will improve your life, creating new habits is a must. Focused on one habit at a time. So there's this, um, and there's so many different ways to create a new habit, um, but I've heard of the 30-day habit challenge, right? So select a habit for a challenge and just choose one habit. Write down a plan. State, your, state what your goals will be every day. Post your new habit um, publicly, right? Talk about your new habit. Get an accountability partner. Tell a person or people um, about this new habit that you're trying to change or trying to form. Report on your daily progress. Each day, tell that person, um, if you decide to share that habit with someone, tell that person how you're doing. Are you being successful with that habit change or are you struggling, right? And then at the end of the 30 days, celebrate the fact that you've just created a new habit. And then rinse and repeat, right? So again, I really highly, highly focus on just choosing one habit at a time because there's so much power behind habits and you really want to be able to nail down this one habit that you're trying to create. And if you are someone who is trying to create like multiple habits, it's not going to be successful. And I say that from experience. So my new habit that I'm currently working on is what I spoke about earlier is really just not wasting my free time on unbeneficial scrolling. Instead, use that time to work on things that bring me joy. My podcast, my coaching business, dancing. You know, these are the things that bring love into my life. Also, with any type of change, again, start small, simple. By starting small, it narrows your focus so you're not looking at this long list of habits. You're not trying to change or create, right? It's just this one small little habit that is going to have such a huge impact on your life. And really, when we talk about habit changes, it just, it sets your life up for more success. And success, again, looks different for everyone. So really with this conversation, the success piece is just creating that extra time for yourself to do the things that you love. Plus, gradual change lasts longer. All right, so my closing thoughts for you today. Slow down, slow down. Our bodies and minds are made for a slower pace of life than that. Then, then it's available to us now, right? Again, we are in this world that... Right now, there's just so much information that's coming to us at such a high speed. It's so important to slow down and focus on what's important. When you slow down, you won't learn to do more in less time. You will learn to do things better. We live in a world now that normalizes information overload. But what are we, what are we really getting from that? Nothing. So how can we still embrace this amazing time in this moment that allows us that allows all this great information? It's by slowing down. 
digesting the information at a slower pace, which allows us to fully comprehend what we are learning. Simplifying isn't meant to leave your life empty. It's meant to leave space in your life for what you really want to do. Sometimes the hardest part of all of this is identifying the task at hand. The last seed that I want to plant with you is sometimes we have to slow down in order to speed up. And I'm really seeing that. So let me say that again because it for the longest time, I didn't understand that statement. But sometimes we have to slow down in order to speed up. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Please don't forget to follow and share the podcast. The more we can spread spread positivity, the more we can have an impact on others. Until next time, fam. Peace, love, and unity.